The following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. She's an Olympic champion. He is a two-time Olympian. Together, they're figure skating royalty. Turned NBC commentators. And now, they're pop culture icons. But more importantly, they're best friends. NBC presents Sarah and Johnny. Here's Tara Lipinski and Johnny Weir. Hi, Hi guys. So... We're in Orlando, Florida, and the... I want to set the scene, Johnny. Well, no, first of all, I just want to apologize for the quality. We're calling from some phones that, they're like Mickey Mouse phones from the 80s. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and, uh, again, handheld, but we're in our adjoining rooms, and I'm on one bed, and he is on the other bed with our Mickey Mouse phones, and um, they're like big remote control phones from when you were like a kid. I just hope that um, you guys can hear us. If you can't... We're sorry, and we'll, we'll see you next week, essentially. Um, so we're in our PJs, and we're doing our podcast from Orlando. <laughs> so Tara's already lied to you. See, now that we're in the same room, I can tell you when she's lying. She's fully dressed because she's gone down to get toast. Because no, pod- no, I'm, I'm now half in PJs, half fully dressed. She took her bra off. <laughs> but Podcap is here, which is really exciting. Podcap, scream, Hi. Hi. Um, so, Podcap is here, which is great. We, um, the phone situation is very much like Zach Morris from Saved by the Bell. Yes. Um, I just need one of those little antennas. So, Florida's an interesting sell to me. And we're, where are we right now? We're, we're near Universal, right? NBC Universal. We're, we're, well. Should we go to a theme park today? No, I have to, I'm flying like as soon, like as soon as we get off the stage, I'm flying. So is too. We're at a early. of some kind, like an NBC camp. I'm not really yes. sure what event we're at. Well, I came in, uh, we landed a bit earlier yesterday, so we caught the tail end of um, the dinner and cocktail hour, and they had amazing food. You would have loved it. Um, and then I think it's just this big conference, and they're here for a few days, and then we're talking on a panel uh, with Mike Tarico, which we love, um, from Rio. It was the first time we got to work with him, and then, but I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> we got a we got a list of topics. I think the Olympics and certain um, dynamic things that we'll be enjoying in a year at uh, Pyeongchang 2018. Um, yeah, but it's, um, it's just like this weird situation when you're corporate, like we are, because we're super suitsy. Um, when you're real corporate, you go to things like this, which is like a think tank, um, sort of meeting ballroom in a hotel sort of thing. Oh, and the hotel's real fancy. I feel like I'm on a, I feel like I'm on a gondola. (laughs) No, but it's almost like you're in a theme park. We went to go get breakfast this morning and it was like in a piazza and there were little, Venetian boats everywhere. No. It was incredible. I did not wake up for for breakfast. Um, mommy actually is not the biggest fan of Florida, and here's why. And I told you yesterday via text that I want to tell our our listeners. Sorry, I'm fully in PJs now, guys. Because <laughs> she, she's naked. Um, so, uh, <laughs> mommy doesn't really love Florida that much because Grand Mommy is in Florida. Um, last night when I landed, I was in a full fur coat because it was cold where I was coming from. And I got off the plane, and it was just like pure 
like I knew somewhere in my nether regions there were vegetables growing. I just felt like oh, I was no. <laughs> no, too much information. Well, it was so stupid and hot. They just love it. <laughs> and you know what? They misbehaved last week. Their fan corner submissions were not oh, good. Okay, so speaking of this, you know my friend Amanda with her boyfriend Josh. Yes. You remember? Yes, Johnny just made tall. the very tall sign. Like Todd Cap already is too tall for us. Like it would take us at least a month to climb Todd Cap. This guy would take a year for us to right, climb right. him. So I was working in LA last or New York uh, last week with you, Johnny, doing Europeans, and I stayed with Amanda and Josh. And we went to dinner, and he listens to our podcast, which I think is the most adorable thing. He's like, he goes on the subway. Sometimes he puts it on like the 1.5 speed faster, so he gets through it all before he gets to work. And Do we become like chipmunks in 1.5? <laughs> <laughs> he always gives, he's, he's, like, he's like, I can tell when you're always like a bit anxious or whatever because you guys talk so fast that I have to slow it down. <laughs> um, but he said, you know, he has a suggestion for Fan Corner. That we talk less so we don't talk over the skaters' performances? <laughs> no, he has a suggestion for a name of Fan Corner, and I think you might like it. I doubt it. Fan Corner is the epic. Mummy's favorite. <gasps> <laughs> oh, okay, okay, so mommy's favorites, maybe that's a different segment, because okay. sometimes in Fan Corner we, we, we tackle the tough subjects I mean, when people are mean to us. A hard core on not losing Fan Corner, but your <laughs> eyes are like bulging out of your head because you are like so excited by mommy's favorites. Mummy's okay, favorite. we can make it another section. But what do we do in it? We do mummy favorites. We do like three of our mummy um, moments of, you know, what mom hates about skating. And then people can give us their mommy. The mommy hates it. Okay, mommy hates it. Okay. And we will then tell everyone our favorite mommy hates it tweets or Instagrams that we get. Okay, I really like this idea. Fan Corner will live on, everyone, because that's where we can discuss good and bad Maybe. things. I mean, at some point it, it might it's die. It's not going to die. Right it's to fan, Mommy's Corner. Nope, it's Fan <laughs> Corner. It's Mommy's favorite. Eventually, this entire podcast is going to be segments. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tara and Johnny, what not to wear. And <laughs> Mommy's, mommy's Favorites and Fan Corner. Um, Should we talk about what we want to do? In like our real dream? No, like right now? Or do we, we we don't say anything yet? Or, oh, well, no, we'll get to it because I have a question for you. Okay. Just pick my wedgie. Um, <laughs> yeah, so my my butt's grown and <laughs> my underwear don't fit as well as they used to. Um, but um, so here's the thing. You mentioned house guest. Right. And that's something I'd like to get into because mommy gets highs and anxiety when she has to stay in somebody else's house. Right. right. So tell me how that goes for you. Do you love just kind of nuzzling in and being like, oh, I'm I, one with the fam? Yeah, you know this. I'm very different in that way. Like Johnny and I are together all day and we're very alike in that way, but Johnny then closes his door, likes his own bed, likes his own come down moment, and it's like nobody enters the room. He likes to just be by himself, and that is it. And I, and I imagine that's how it is for you in all cases in life. Like, if someone were to visit, like, in, in my head, I see them, like, in a in a back, back room so far away from you yeah. that you can't even, like, hear them. And then in the morning, like, they kind of startle you awake, and then you're back into regular Johnny mode. Yeah. But um, Well, the only way I can really, like, blow full power is to have some downtime. Right. Do you remember when that teacher tweeted us at Tara and Johnny 
um, that she had laid her kids, like her students, down for a gentle come down. And guys, when we say come down, usually it means just going to bed, but sometimes, as I've said many times, it involves ambience. So we just sit there and text her, just like, oh, she's drugging her kids. <laughs> Remember that? That was fun. Yes. <laughs> but we also like it to mean both ways. So yeah. if you want, you know, come down is also a nice term if you just gently lay your head on the pillow and fall asleep naturally. <laughs> or, or not. Or, need, or like Johnny, if you need a bit of ambience. Yeah, I mean, Tara's um, really good at a, a proper, like, ladies come down. She, you know, flutters her eyelashes and little birds kind of like, wrap her hair in a bun. <laughs> but anyway, no, it was, I'm an, like an easy person when it comes to travel and staying with people and I like commotion. I like being around people and, and I miss Amanda not being in New York, so. It was nice to see them. We went to dinner. It was an amazing place. Um, I'll have to. It was like an old school Italian uptown. I'll have to let you know the name because you would love it. Okay, good. Very Johnny style. Uh, you know what? I love anywhere that you could imagine, like a gangster sitting in the back yes. corner smoking a cigar. Yes. Um, that's my jam. Also, steakhouses. <laughs> steakhouses. <laughs> and also cheesecake factory. Uh, and also. It's <laughs> like Hannah. Um, we, ever, we ever tell that story? <laughs> I think we did. We probably did. Guys, our <laughs> podcast is getting so numerous. I can't even remember what we talk about because we don't keep proper records. We don't. So if we read these stories, even, apologies. We don't even have a producer on today. <laughs> the guy came on because Jason, our regular producer, couldn't be with us this morning. Well, he's so in the Los guy Angeles came on. Right, it is early. Okay. The guy came on and was like, okay, I'm producing a live show over there. Have a good time. So, <laughs> here we are. On our Zach Morris phones, like, we didn't know if there was going to be feedback when we sat in the same room with the phones because they're technically from two different rooms or, like, right. which Wi-Fi they're connected to. We have, we have no idea if you can even hear us. Yeah, we could be really tin can-like. Yeah, I mean. Okay, let's move on, Johnny. Yeah, let's Super move on. Bowl. So, oh, Super Bowl and then Ultimate Dreams in second half. Okay. Okay. All right. Super Bowl. Set the scene. Where were you? Okay, so I was home. I was getting a cold, so I, I wasn't feeling too hot. Um, so no cheesy chicken ranch buffalo dip for you? No, no. But it was nice because it was just home, relaxed, did nothing, stayed on the couch. Those are the best kind of days. Um, and the football game was on. You know, I'm not as into football as you are. Mm-hmm. Um, a few this, people are. And this is very current for Johnny. I mean, last year at this time, we both would have, he would have been like, football? What is that football? You know? <laughs> but now Johnny's a football fan, yep. so I feel excluded. But, um, you know, I like it. I wanted the Patriots to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was very excited because Todd had um, produced and directed uh, an open for, for Fox, it was which gorgeous. I thought it was amazing. I don't know if you guys saw it. You probably did with the Muhammad Ali. You definitely did. It was right. Muhammad right. Ali. It was, I mean, the music was incredible. It was just, it was, I was so proud. So to be able to watch that and then um, then the game. And then I had to start packing. No, halftime. Lady uh, okay. Gaga. Lady Go Gaga. Go for it because I know you were dying. Okay, so... It is rare. As, as performers, like, it's rare that we get really, really touched by a performance. And I don't know what it was. It could have been, like, I drank hard last Friday, so I was still hungover by the time the Super Bowl came around on Sunday. Um, so I was, I was sitting there, and she started with the patriotic songs, the God Bless America. Oh, and I'm crying. Yes. And, you know, I don't really like a patriotic song. Just full tears, laying on the couch, like, quietly I had a, I had a tear come down. Yeah. 
like a full a full situation. With the stars and the bat, oh. like the red. Oh, I, it was amazing. It was a really expensive show. She was on the show. top of a, I mean, she was going to die. I mean, she was, <laughs> <laughs> she was on top of a building, <laughs> just floating in the air. Floating in, on top of a building in Houston. Where else would Lady Gaga be? <laughs> right. But, like, the full Versace getup, the classic Gaga hits, she danced her ass off. I know. Which, you know, she may not be the most gifted dancer, but she sells the hell out of those dance moves. She does. But can we just talk about the fearlessness of her? I mean... I would, I mean, up, never. Okay, up and down stairs and high heels, not even looking to make sure the stairs were there. That is, she's been working for like a month and a half for this performance. Yeah. She's been posting all her social media like, oh, working out for the Super Bowl. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, she was. <laughs> she was. She was doing like acrobatic moves. Yeah. <laughs> like from the, the top of the Super Bowl oh. arena. She was just, oh. she was incredible. And then like. Something that really struck me was that she was so strong with her own performance. Like, you know, in the Super Bowl, Katy Perry had Missy Elliott and um, Lenny Kravitz pop out. Yeah. And then, like, no Beyonce and Coldplay were together. No one even needed to pop out. Like, I was doing, like, I really don't feature talking and using gay slang that often, but I was just, yeah, <laughs> like, the whole performance. That's how I envisioned it. I, I like, turned to Todd. I was like, Johnny is losing his mind right <laughs> now. losing my mind. Grave digger. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that happened. And then the second half of the game, um, Tommy came back with the Patriots. And it was really cool because, like, I don't know anything about the technique of football or the strategy. I just know that the coaches, they curse a lot, and you can read their lips. Um, but the Patriots were so masterful because they let the Atlanta Falcons get this huge lead. Guys, if you didn't watch it, I hope you did. And I'm sorry if I'm going over your head with my, my prowess. Well, I don't know. I mean, our fans. Yeah, maybe not. They were, they were busy. They were so like, busy. But the way like, in a, that the Patriots sort of started marching down the field in the second half, and I mean, you were busy during the second half of the game, so I'm, <laughs> just to take my word for it. It was it was masterful. It was good. I know I missed the second half. I'm very upset, but we were it was right it was yesterday, right? Yeah. Am I on the right day? No, Don't even wait, know. no, it's now Tuesday. Okay, it was the day before. Um but we were leaving the next morning and I needed to pack. So I was coming down trying on dresses, asking Todd if this looked right. You know, which one do you like better? <laughs> which two? And like obviously there was a lot going on on the screen. And, and like Todd Cap was busy. <laughs> He's like, I like them all. <laughs> Meanwhile, the game probably doesn't even remember one of them. Oh, I like the purple one. Oh, I didn't try on purple. <laughs> See, married life is going to be so much fun. <laughs> but luckily, we talk about it's going to be like four times a year. So we've got the Stanley Cup, you've got the NBA Finals. Doesn't watch that much hockey. Well, whatever, it doesn't matter. I like hockey. Dudes will watch any sport that's on television. Yeah. And I don't know why. Do you like hockey? Um. No. Like I don't, really? I don't really watch it. I know. I mean, there are a lot of hot Russians in it. A sport, hockey would be it. I would love to watch. To watch, yeah. I I mean, I don't know. Like, also, like, I have a lot of post-traumatic stress (laughs) from ice. From well, the ice. First of all, when you see a large arena. Second of all, like, Mama, you cannot stand the smell. Mommy hates the smell of the chemicals <laughs> in the ice. <laughs> the Zamboni fumes. But also, like, I was verbally abused a lot by hockey players when I was little because I was, like, wearing Aww. ice oversized t shirts with um, spiral paintings on them. <laughs> I remember those. <laughs> <laughs> so, it was 
trying to be fancy. You were bullied. I was bullied. You know, we didn't have a lot of money, so I would just wear these T-shirts that I thought were, like, super costumey and figure skating-ish, and they were these T-shirts that I got from the amusement park with spiral graphs. Oh, my God. Did you ever have those hard um, circular things where you do... Oh, you spin them? Yeah. Put a pen in the tip and you spin it? (laughs) (laughs) I can't remember what they're called. You know, I recently saw those on a commercial or an infomercial. Really? I don't know what I was watching exactly. <laughs> Probably drunk again. <laughs> Are you an infomercial person? No, and I know you're like, I, I would am. assume you would be because you like the Hallmark. Did, wasn't there the whole year on tour where you just bought Tupperware? Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> because we'd have such late nights. You know, you'd come in and the, after you unloaded all your, your baggage and whatever, it'd be like 2 o'clock in the morning, so... I'd watch for a couple hours, and all of a sudden, knives, Tupperware, all these incredible things would show up at my house in Texas because I was, what, 18, 17? My dad'd be like, Tara, did you order? Did you order a third slow cooker? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you going to need this crock pot for? It says it also flies. Um, <laughs> and I believed it. Um, it's also a swaddle for your child. <laughs> That you also bought on an infomercial. But there was something just recently I was going to buy because the way they sell it, <laughs> I mean, they are good. Well, those people, did you see Joy, that movie Joy with yes, Jennifer Lawrence? I loved that movie. Oh, my gosh. But, like, the pressure that those people are under to sell their thing. And you can't even go on those channels unless you, as the inventor, has, like, 150,000 units of whatever you're selling. Johnny, should we sell something? Um, Late night? Late night. Actually, let's talk about our dreams. Talk about our dreams. Okay, wait. We we should take a break. Oh yeah, we should. And we'll come back and tell you our dreams. Probing the unknown reaches of space. Star Trek coming to Fridays this fall on NBC. We're back. We're back to tell you some news. Dreams and wishes. Well, I mean, we've... Dreams and wishes. Dreams and wishes. <laughs> Enjoy the area. Enjoy the area. You guys, we're not drunk. No, it really no. is only 9.30 a.m. Yeah, but for you it's 6.30 a.m. Right. you've come to the east. And, um, you know, for me it's 9.30 in the morning, but it still feels like poo because there are crocodiles <laughs> outside that are going to eat me. Um, There's a theme park outside if you opened your window. <laughs> so I, I don't want to look at it. There are lots of kids. And, like, I, I sometimes feel, okay, this is not the dreams and wishes, but I sometimes feel really, um, you know, alienated from children. It's like they speak a different language, and I don't, I can't really keep up with you them. You're fine in Legoland. Well, Legoland, you're my child. You're the only child I have to deal with. Well, you know what I think we should do? We should do Disney World. Did you go to Disney World as a kid ever? I, I think so. Um, Wait a minute. You don't even remember if you came to Orlando, Florida, and went to Disney, Disney World. Disney World is the one that's here. Yeah, the big one. All right, All right. So let's see. I've done this one because I went on that ride where you, the driver of the boat shoots the hippo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The jungle, yeah. One? Uh, yeah, the jungle cruise. I mean, I don't know if that's still open, especially. It, it is. I, oh, I don't know if it is now. I mean, I haven't been in a while, but that was my favorite. Then he used to make the jokes, you know? He'd be yeah. really funny. Well, I, I mainly remember him shooting the hippo. Oh, that's your I was a man, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the jokes. So there was that, and then Disneyland is the one that's here, not very far. It's out there in San Francisco, right? Yes. 
Los Angeles. Well, not, I mean, a little different area. In Anaheim, yeah. Yeah, in in that area. And then Tokyo Disney. Okay, well, I was obsessed. I don't know if you know this. As a kid, I was obsessed with Disney. Like, went every single year for, like, 12 years. I I didn't know, but I also wouldn't believe it. No, like, my parents took me at, like, two years old and probably didn't have any idea what was happening. And then we'd go back every single year. And then when, um, and I loved it because I loved Snow White. This It was like an obsession with Snow White. Like, I had, I mean, I had every statue, every, like, thing you could buy. Every I had weird the, plastic I, thing that smells like candy for no reason. Yes, I would wear the dress, and I'd just wave at her constantly. <laughs> every parade, every dance show she would do, I would just wave <laughs> at her. Wait, she does a dance show? Yeah, you know, in, in like front of the castle. <laughs> In front of the castle, every, like, half hour, hour, they do a show. Um, And when she would come out, I'd lose my mind and just jump (laughs) up and down. And it's funny, we had um, one of those, uh, one of the years, she wrecked, like, I don't know, probably when I was four or five, finally, she, like, recognized, holy crap, this kid comes back every year and just, like, stares and waves at me. Like tiny Polish child with the bang. (laughs) Yes. So, like, I actually met her. And what was funny is I made friends with this other girl named Tara, not Tara, Tara, and she was obsessed with Snow White. And, our, and like, we became friends, and somehow we'd always come at the same time because our birthdays fell around uh. at the same time, and we'd be there at the same time, and we both loved Snow White, and Snow White would come over to the two Taras and Tara, and but my mom, but we were very different. That that Tara, I think, was like very prim and pro- like very prim and proper, and like nothing out of place. You know me as a kid, my like my I I wanted to be like Madonna, so I would make my mom put my hair in pigtails with like the total crimp hair, the head braided headband, and then like star bangles in my ears and like bright neon colors. Like that's how I wanted to dress every day. So. We were very different, Tara and Tara. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I love Snow White. When people call you Tara. It's, it's one of my least favorite things. Like, her name's Tara. Tara. It's Tara. I'm from Jersey. Call me Tara. <laughs> no, it's not Tara. But people say Tara, which I'm fine with. But, you know, I always know if someone says Tara that they're, like, from where they're I come from. They're from Jersey. They're yes. Philly. They're from. Yeah, they're from Tara. my hood. Um, no, but Tara, I get a lot, like, for people that are just trying to be really pretentious on the phone. <laughs> oh, Johnny, well, you, what time do you and Tara need the car? Or what time do you and Tara have hair and makeup tomorrow? Like, it's actually Tara. Tara. She's currently eating chocolate pudding with her fingers. <laughs> like, she's not Tara. Definitely don't fit into that yeah. category. <laughs> okay, our dreams and wishes. Okay. I forget okay. where I was going when we started talking I mean, about we, children. Sorry, I mean, everyone. We always just kind of skip subjects, and I'm, I'm sure that our listeners are now used to this, so if, if you hate it, I'm sorry, we'll try to stay on track Mommy. more often. <laughs> Mommy hates it. <laughs> so we have um, been working on a special project, and we think you guys might like it, because from Sochi on, which has been almost four years now, which is crazy, um, next year we'll be going to Pyeongchang and sitting in the primetime booth, and I think that's going to be a huge pinch-me moment from where we came from. In our Started from the bottom, now we're here. <laughs> All the way up. All the way up, ladies. Johnny's favorite song. Um, so, anyway, uh, we have... You did. That <laughs> we were like, in the same room, oh, we have wait. to look at each other and tell dreams and wishes. <laughs> Did you have a dream catcher when you were younger? Of course I had a dream catcher. several. 
Okay. I also had insomnia because I had the stress of mommy saying, mommy. you know how much a dollar costs? It costs $1. Mommy saying, I use 18 credit cards at the grocery store. If you don't land your triple less, we will be thrown out of this apartment. <laughs> land that triple less. Yeah. So, so anyway, we, we had a lot of ideas after Sochi, and so many people approached us to do shows, whether it was like a daytime talk show or a reality show or all this, uh, you know, all these ideas. And Johnny and I obviously would love to do something together, but, like, there was nothing that ever struck us as the thing, I wanna, this is it. I want to break it down for the kids, just for, for those of you that, like, aren't, in the biz like us um, that don't understand because all we, we get so many messages that are just like get a reality show or when's the reality show starting or what are you guys doing next and it, it's not as simple as we would like it to be where we would just kind of like blink and our our you know star turn is happening um, it takes a lot of time it takes a lot of people to invest you need a whole production company there has to be sound people it's not like just throwing up a youtube show yeah, and, you need a podcast to direct and produce. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot that goes into it. Plus, then you have to shop that idea. So you make the original idea, then you shop that around to networks that will buy it um, and then put it on their, pro, on their channel. And if it doesn't do well, then they cancel you, and all of this three or four or five or six years of work goes to, goes to poo. And like start all over. Yeah, like when I had my I had a reality show, it was called Be Good Johnny Weir, and when I was doing that, we shot for literally four years before – it got turned into anything. So you just shoot and work and work and work, and then it becomes something, and then someone buys it. And hopefully right. it all still makes sense four years later. Right. So it's not as easy as snapping your fingers. So anyway, And it's also hard to make sure that you're doing the right thing. Yeah. Um, and I think for Johnny and I, we want to be cautious to make sure that, you know, whatever we're doing is true to us since we like to <laughs> control everything. <laughs> and we don't want to be put in a situation that wouldn't be genuine because then I think our fans would – tell and, and hate it. Right. They would hate it. Yeah, they would hate it. They Mommy would see right through it. Mommy hates fakeness. Mommy hates false. <laughs> right. So we had a lot of these offers for certain shows and certain ideas, and, you know, we would try to go along with it, but, you know, ultimately we realized that it just wasn't working. So we're like, let's take a break. Um, let's start a podcast. And then from there, let's see if anything sort of gives us new direction. Yeah, if we find – because like, you, know, you can't just commentate. Like, we can't do a, the soup. Like, no, death no. and dungeon. Joel McHale did it. Yeah, and we, we can't have to do our own thing. We have to find our own way. So we found our – I mean, this is our idea. We hope you like it. We're sort of in the process now of this next phase. but We still don't know exactly what we're doing. We, we don't know what we're doing on a, on oh, on the a podcast, podcast daily. I so I have a feeling that no matter what, every night if we do this show, we have no idea what we're doing. But go on, Johnny. But I mean the ultimate dream. Like when, when we were at Kansas City, the Associated Press put out a really beautiful article because I kind of – flubbed up a little bit and was just like, you know what we really want is a variety I, I, a little, show. Oh, <laughs> um, a little early. It was a little early because, I mean, it's just through doing the podcast, we, like, we really found our rhythm, we found what we're good at, and when you look back at people like Sonny and Cher, who could sing, dance, do it all, be sparkly, be fun, be outrageous, be late night, you know, that's really I what... have we, chemistry and connection. Yeah, I mean, there are so few, so few partnerships in television now that actually have Chemistry. I mean, Kelly Ripa, poor thing, still can't find a new TV husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard thing. But, that I mean, that's the thing. We have this, this natural friendship that we just have to find the right space for it. So we think we should do a late-night show, okay? Late-night, late-night. And it would just sort of be like 
the set would be like our home. It'd be gorgeous. You know, whether sort of how Johnny and I are together, whether we're in a hotel or however we're spending time together as friends. And we would sort of open the show podcast style. And um, it would be very relaxed. It would be very us. We wouldn't have the traditional, you know, guests that would come and sit down. If they came on, we're going to do something fun. It's going to be like a carpool karaoke situation, but we're going to not obviously use that. But it just that kind of – I mean, we do love this thing. Yeah. Um, Um, We do. So we're going to do lots of, like, little fun bits and pieces. I mean, there has to be probably a mommy hates it moment. Yeah. You know, skits. It has to be just fun what we do every day by ourselves, whether it's on the podcast or when we guys hang up, what silliness we get into, but do a late night version of that. And we'd have a real fan corner where we bring fans on and actually put them in a small pen. <laughs> put them in the corner. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so anyway, so like, that's, that's sort of... That's where we're, that's where we're dreaming. Where we're at right now. I mean, Tara and Johnny, Variety Hour, we do everything from... You know it would be really fun is if, like... Did you ever go to fairs? We drink when you were on the show? Oh, we're definitely drinking. We have okay. to have a, a wine sponsor and all. Okay. Um, so we have to do. Did you ever go to a country fair? Uh, yes. Okay. So I, I mean, I figured, but yes. I wanted to be sure. At our country fair in my town when I was growing up, there was this thing. It was called the duck lift, and it was like this little pool. Duck lift. Duck lift. Oh, where you would throw? No. no, you don't throw the ducks. No, no, no. But you put the. You have a fishing rod. Oh no, no, they were live no. ducks. Oh. Um, so they were in this little pool oh, I of thought water. You, were talk- you know the little game that you used to play with the... The go fish. Yeah. Go yeah. fish. I like yeah. that one where the fish would snap yeah. it. Yep. Okay, that had nothing to do with ducks. I don't know where <laughs> you went. I don't know where. We're talking real animals. Okay, go on. Um, so there, there was this, this little pool, and then there's like a conveyor belt that goes up to a high peak. Okay. Um, and the ducks get on the conveyor belt, and then they slide down a slide and then swim around and do it again. And they love it. Are um, you sure? Yeah, well, they kept doing it, so they weren't trained and they were baby ducks. So I would imagine they loved it. Um, but, yeah, and then you – Do we have one of those? That's what I was just going to say. We should have one of those in Fan Corner. Okay, I love that idea. Little ducks on a rotating sort yeah. of conveyor belt. You know what else I would like? I would like to do where, like, you're sort of candid camera style or one of those things where we, I have an earpiece and you're in my ear and you, like, send me out to go do certain things. And you have to, like, tell me in my earpiece what to do and what to say to people. Like, put you in Kmart lady face and, you know. You know like, you just... just send me send me anywhere. And I have to interact with people. And you're going to, I mean, knowing you, you'd make me do some real oh, be... crazy things. Oh, my gosh. I would love to make you go to actually Disneyland <laughs> and be like, do you have any idea who Johnny Weir is? <laughs> he needs the full front of the line pass for today. He's got 30 people with him. It's his crew. It's his posse. They're all in cubic zirconia chains, <laughs> and they need to be at the front of the line. See, that kind of stuff, we would have so much fun. And, we and they games. want Mickey Mouse ears made of crystal. Just pure crystal. Um, oh, so yeah, that's our dream and wish, guys. I mean, so, I mean, the process has started slowly. Um, but anyway, we, 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 we told you. Yes. So uh, in Fan Corner, uh, that name, or in Mummy's Favorites, well, I guess Mummy fa- Mummy's Favorites is something completely different, it's but completely you different. can tell us what you think about our uh, our new idea. Actually, speaking of Fan Corner, um, we've got only one submission because it was a, an abysmal week for you guys. I don't know if you just had enough of us after Kansas City. Um, we got a lot of messages not to talk so much um, this Those week. Those are from skating fans. Those are from skating fans. Um, so there's one that I would um, like to read. It's from... Ian LaBelle, 
And I'm more excited to hear at Johnny G. Weir and at Tara Lipinski talk about watching the Super Bowl on Tara and Johnny than actually watching the Super Bowl. Hashtag mommy loves it. Mommy loves it. So thanks, Ian. Like, we also love talking about the Super Bowl, and we're glad that you prefer listening to us talk about it than um, <laughs> watching it. Although, I hope you didn't miss Gaga. Um, yeah, so I literally only have one submission, and now we can take a minute to shame everybody. Um, but as always, you can reach out to us on at Tara Lipinski, at Johnny G. Weir, and at Tara and Johnny. Um, the thing is, if you guys stop subscribing and stop really, you know, being involved in Fan Corner. <laughs> fan mommy co- is over it. Mommy's over it. And Mommy will stop mommy, podcasting altogether. Okay. Mommy will be busy every so Monday. I can tell Johnny's face. Like, he just visibly got upset. He, like, took his phone and, like, punched <laughs> in his password so hard and to look for the one Fan Corner thing. He hates it that I hate the name is Fan Corner. And he also loves Fan Corner so much that, guys, I, I mean it. Like, if you guys don't write into Fan Corner, he gets so angry. His face, he just purses up so hard. <laughs> I just gave him the most hardcore gay face. It was like, sort of like a little fit where it's like, I'm not doing this podcast ever again if there's only one fan corner submission. I mean, there were some submissions, guys, but they were like, and a lot of them were sweet. Like, I have to say, like, a lot, I love you guys. Or, That's yeah, great. we love that. But I mean, we love that, but we're not going to, like, talk about it because it's, you know, not groundbreaking. <laughs> um, give, give us some, some BS to talk about. Give us something nasty. Be, be mean to us if you want to. No. Yeah, I love talking about that, though. I know. You like to talk about the mean people. I uh, do. Why? There, there they was, don't deserve it. There was a mean guy because it's funny for me because I, I know, like, you shouldn't really, like, lower yourself to the level of... Do you see me? I don't even you look. You don't even look. I don't look at anything. <laughs> but God forbid you accidentally see something, then... then, that, then and story. if it's about you, oh. It's like you know. No, but, like, I... I um, Sometimes it feels really good to go there. Like, I'm one for for staying above it all yeah. and just being better than. And, and I love all that. But sometimes it just feels really nice to, like, be bitchy and to be, um, you know, throw something back in somebody's face. So there was this guy that tweeted during the Super Bowl that, and you know, he was a hot guy from Pennsylvania. So I was right. like, oh, I'll, I'll look at that. Um, so he tweeted that he was really happy that I wasn't anywhere near his TV screen and uh-huh. that he was emasculated. Right. So I retweeted him, and I, I wrote, you're hot, bruh. <laughs> and, like, I thought that was genius because, first of all, he was hot. Second of all, like, maybe he was more emasculated because right. I said he was hot. I don't know. Um, but then he went into this whole tirade, and I stopped really being a part of that game. Um, because he was like, look how easy after, it was. Yeah, after a while, it's just you can't. There was one time a while back, there's this woman, Carolyn, forget the, her last name, but she is, you know, is still stuck in 1998, like really mad at me for winning the Olympics over Michelle. And, oh, I, and, I, and I just want to tell her, like, yo, Michelle and I are fine. Michelle is doing great. She has a wonderful life. I'm happy, like, just get, get over it. But she cannot. You cannot get over this. And the tweets I get, like, at first were really funny. And then she went so hardcore where I thought they were getting, like, really, like, vicious. And I was sort of scared. I was like, do I need to be, like, looking outside my window, making sure she's not going to show up? And she would go, like, hardcore on, like, 
I'm, I'm getting fat or I'm getting this or I'm like, you know, just like really weird, you know, angry, angry tweets where I was like, you cannot play around with some people. Like if you no. were to respond to her, I'm afraid she'd like come and but she like, definitely shoot would, me or something. She would definitely yeah. cut yeah, you. Like unstable. She'd hide under your car and cut your Achilles tendons. Like, oh my gosh. When I was a kid. So that's an urban legend, right? Yeah. Okay. I, let also me the tell you the story. Soda. That would make your stomach explode. Do you remember that one? Yeah, my mom told me that one was definitely true. <laughs> of course you would. Mommy loves it when her daughter explodes from pop rocks and soda. And I thought that was, like, so bad to do, too, at the time. But you, um, as a little kid, like, I could see snorting pop rocks just for the sugar oh, content. I mean, I loved yeah. all of it. I The sugar, everything, the straws, the, straws. the uh, nerds by, like, the... I used to get the jumbo nerd box. Oh, I loved a nerd. Oh, the chewy spray. So good. Ugh. Sour Patch Kids. Anyway, so what we, what we were just saying. Oh, so the urban legend. So what happened was when I was, um, I think I was this, I, probably nine, and I really believed that this was true. And I was living in Texas, and my coach, Megan, uh, my parents went out for, like, date night, and I stayed with my coach, Megan. And we went to see a scary movie, and then we got out of the car in her underground, like, where her apartment was, her underground um, parking structure. And they had those big round poles, you know, like cement, like huge. Um, and I got out of the car, and I was so scared from the movie. And I jumped out of the car, and I was would like jump really far out because I was, thought someone was going to slash my Achilles because I believed it. And then I ran so fast, and I turned around to look for where Megan was. And when I turned back, I was running full speed into one of the cement blocks. <laughs> And, like, I almost had to go to the hospital. Like, Megan had to call my mom. I had a, like, the bulge that was coming out of the front of my head was so big. We didn't know if I had a concussion. But that's, like, when when I hear of the, the people with the, the slayers under the car, yeah. that reminds me of that story. I mean, that I still look down and stand far away oh, from my, I mean, the driver. Oh, you're Achilles. That's the worst. Uh, can you imagine? No. Yeah, I need those. I you wouldn't be able to wear heels anymore. <laughs> Um, okay, so what's your stalker oh, story? Yeah. So um, I'm sure you've had your fair share of, like, there's a lot of weird stuff that you may not think about. Like, when you're, whenever you're on TV, I don't care if you're on a game show or Jeopardy, like, I'm that person that has, you know, stalked out like a hot guy on Jeopardy. Or, like, <laughs> a really beautiful dude in an Audi commercial. Yeah. And I'm like, them little you search, like, Instagrams two, and tw- 2013. Twitter, Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> you said... Like, I will, like, whenever you're on TV, we're like, wasted on just pure happiness. Um, so, South Florida. Um, so, yeah, like, I'm that guy that if I find somebody, like, beautiful or, like, really inspiring for whatever reason on TV, I may not know who they are, I'll write them. Like, there was a guy on Jeopardy whose last name was Weir, so I found a way to write him. Um, so you can find a way to get to people. And, like, I don't know what it is about skating, but it seems like a pretty common thread, like, there are a lot of strange stalker people. Skating and gymnastics. Skating and gymnastics. They have little. Some... It's little girls, and like there's something a little bit wrong, pedophilic about it. Um, we get a lot of letters from prisons. I, you know, there are lots, lots of prison lots letters. Lots of prison letters. Um, you know, which you know they might be in there innocently. Who knows? But you know, it's are it's, they it's listening to the podcast? Can you listen to pod- Todd? Can you listen to um, podcasts in prison? Oh. Wait, can you repeat that into the phone? Hey, Todd Cap, can you listen to a to a podcast in prison? I think absolutely you can. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, Todd Cap. Woo! Um, okay. We had a guest. <laughs> we had a guest. 
Yay. Um, yeah, so <clears throat> I've had several strange situations, and there's one fan in particular, like, um, that she thought for sure, and it's been like 15 years, she thought for sure that she and I were going to end up together and that we were in love. And like when I ended up getting married before, she hunted me down in an airport and just screamed her face off about how being gay is terrible and how she and I were meant to be together and blah, blah, blah. Well, I guess recently she saw a tweet. Well, I guess it was like a year ago, a tweet that she thought was a private message to her. Oh. And she moved to the east coast of America from far away. And she brought her mom, and it just got real weird. And, like, I've had people outside my house with video cameras, like people that I have mean, I would just love like through to, Panama. I would just love to see this woman and her mother show up well, with a marriage proposal for you. Well, here's, Johnny Weir, we offer you three sheep. I, I give you my daughter and so three sheep. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I was skating a couple weeks ago, getting ready for the Bryant Park performance, and... the Bryant Park! (laughs) What it is, shouting. Uh, (laughs) So, yeah, so I was getting ready, and I skate really late at night, and that's so that I can be alone, and also so I never have a set schedule so that people can't find me, because I have a real aversion to people showing up to watch me practice, because to me... It feels like if I, like, went and hung out in your cubicle and watched you in your cubicle. or You know what's weird? I love skating alone. So I, instead of skating closer to home, I'll go somewhere where it's just me because it's, like, so nice to put on music and just, like, escape. Skate. And, and it's just you. Yeah. And, oh, it's the best. I mean, it's, it's glorious. But, I mean, yes. at the end of the day, like, it's part of our jobs. Right. So, like, I don't want anyone there. Like, right. I usually have... Um, occasionally I'll have somebody there for security and also like the Zamboni guy who does the ice for me and everything and whatever. So this woman who I've seen recently and it was weird that she started showing up again because a lot of skating fans are, are really fair weather in the way they'll support you while you're competing. But then when you go pro, they kind of stop. Um, right. Like they want to give that support and their dollars and whatever to somebody up and coming, somebody who doesn't have as much. Right. Um, so anyway, like, it's just weird to me sometimes when these, these crazier people stay around for so long. So this woman... I mean, she wants to marry you, Johnny. You have a marriage proposal out there. You just wait. So she hid in the ladies' restroom of my ice rink for the majority of the day. Nobody knew she was in there. So the doors were all locked up when I'm at work. And I kind of can completely relax because, you know, for a while there I had some security issues in my life and everything had to be locked around me. (laughs) (laughs) Honey wears too much. (laughs) Okay, go on. (laughs) But, um, yeah, she hid in in the restroom. And then I was, I had no idea because depending on what happened before me in the ice rink, like there's dudes hockey or little boys hockey, I sit in the girls' dressing room. If there are girls hockey or girls skating, I sit in the boys' dressing room. So thank God, like I was in a different dressing room. So I went on the ice and I had my music started and I was getting into it and I was trying to imagine what, you know, my practice was going to be like. And I see and smell this girl. Um, because the perfume that she wears is very pungent, and I'd know it anywhere just because it's years now of, like, weirdness. Um, she walks to the side, and, and, you know, luckily I speak the same language as her. And she was like, is it okay that I'm speaking Russian? Russian. And I was like, you know what, like, I really, I, tr- I try to be nice always. Like, I really would appreciate it. Like, this is my private space. This is my secret time. I'm getting ready for something. I'm at, I'm at work, essentially. 
And um, she was like, okay, 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 maybe 10 minutes. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, no, this I, is like an hour I long really, session. I, I, <laughs> Mommy hates it when you get on the ice and get off, and I'm paying for an hour long session. <laughs> I have it. Do you think money grows on trees? Money certainly does not grow on trees. I don't have, I don't have 10 minutes to like just chill right. and talk to you and let you watch me practice. So I was like, no, please leave. So then, you know, it got to a point where I had to have her taken out. And, um, <laughs> out of the ring, not like Yeah, not killed. <laughs> not out of the ring. So then um, I had people kind of stationed. I had my dad on alert because he knows who this is and all the stuff. So I skate. I do my practice. I do my run through everything. Okay. She's still outside. She's um, sitting. Is she with her mom? I don't her know why that's so there. interesting. Just turn her mom flew from Russia to. Moved. Moved. Moved from Russia. Um, oh, and, like, she would used to come and, like, it seemed kind of cool but then wasn't. Like, she would come from Russia back in the day and just stay for a month and a half. Right. At, a, like, a like a small, like, hostel, essentially, near my ice rinks, whether it was Jersey or Delaware. I come wow. watch every day. Um, so, long love story. Um, so, anyway, she's... Honey, you're breaking this woman's heart. Well, she scared me, and <laughs> we, had, we had it out a little bit. So, oh, <laughs> she made me nervous. Because you're like, you know what? I don't this mess around. Not, this is not happening. <laughs> You'll like this story. Okay. <laughs> so, it's kind of sad, everyone. So, tuck in. But, um... I walk to the door of the ice rink, and my rink is really old school, like 50s, built in the 50s. Beautiful. It's awesome. It has that really pungent ice smell. Yes. Um, but I walk to the door, and there are, there are headlights kind of blaring through the glass of the front doors. And the Zamboni guy was walking, my out, walking me out. I had my dad on speaker. Like, yes. um, I didn't have security on that night, which was not wise. Um, so she gets out of the car, and she's like, hey, can I have two minutes? I was like, that's totally fine. And she's like then tells me the whole story. Well, I moved back here. I know you were married, but we don't really, you know, understand gay in my country, and I don't believe you're gay. So I just assumed with your tweet last year that that meant come back to me, and we could be together forever and have a chance and all this stuff. And she was like, I just need to know right now, um, do you love me? Because, you know, my visa is going to expire, and, you know, I want to know if I should renew it or not. And I was like, well, <clears throat> I love your support. Like, this is so awkward because... Start with a compliment. Yeah, start with a compliment. Well, this is a girl that has, like, had this love story in her head for 15 years. Right. And to me, she's just, like, a very supportive woman that I see occasionally. Right, right, comes right. to my performances and stuff. And it's a whole different wavelength. And she's like, because this could be the last time we talk until the next time I see you. <laughs> and, like, she was giving me all these ultimatums, but it was really like a breakup. Like, I had to break up with almost a complete stranger and just be like, I don't it's love you. <laughs> I don't want to be with you anymore. We never will be. Like, it got to the point where I had to be like, I love men. Like, that's the end of the conversation. Just, like, I was very calm and collected, but she was screaming in Russian right. at, like, one in the morning outside this ice rink on this really desolate kind of golf course situation. Like, it was, it was bad and stalkerish. Oh, man, but you I know that was heart. a long-winded story, but, yeah, I broke her heart, essentially. But she scared me. Don't scare Mommy. <laughs> <laughs> mommy hates to be scared. She doesn't like being scared. Um, Johnny, on that note, um, we done? you broke someone's heart. But <laughs> <laughs> Calling me a heartbreaker. <laughs> Johnny's dancing now. Um, okay, guys, so... That's it this week, and um, we'll see you next week. As always, follow us at Tara and Johnny, at Tara Lipinski, at Johnny G. We are so appreciative.
to the 322 billion listeners that we have each week. I think it was the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl really popped us back up there. Um, we, we love you guys for being so supportive, and, and we couldn't do this without you, and we wouldn't do it without you, although we might quit soon. Um, just because you don't. You don't start submitting. <laughs> Johnny lives for fake quarter, so please. Please make mommy happy. Okay, guys. Until next time, we love you and bye. bye. I'm leaving you my stereo. No. My red boots. I don't want. And my wigs. Wish wig. My best wigs. This program is brought to you in living color on NBC. The opening and some non-presentation portions were pre-recorded.